It's Wellness Wednesday. It's Wellness Wednesday and provocative title, but it is not clickbait. We're going to talk about when to be an asshole. And uh, yeah, still working on the Zelda video. Thought I would get some time to work on it this weekend. Didn't get any time. Uh, I've got a new battery backup. Hey, hey. Uh, but unfortunately, the power surges took out my light and uh, required me to shift around a few other things. So it's been a time, but I think it's settled now. Uh, and, and hopefully uh, I can get back on track fairly soon. Um, it, it's been, it seems like it's just been a fall so far for everybody. There's been weirdness going on. Um, help support this channel. Become a monthly patron, patreon.com slash Leanna K. Or buy a one-time Leanna Care session for someone who can use it but can't afford it. Coffee.com slash Leanna K. Or the GoFundMe for the, the men's groups and other things. The scope creep of doom that we're still workshopping. Uh, patrons will get advanced access to the Discord and verified status within the Discord. So, um, yep become a patron or coffee or something like that um this video has been inspired by some one-on-one -on -one sessions i've been doing lately and if, if you do have specific issues you want to work out you want to talk about please sign up for a liana care session um there's no way to get into all the nuances of issues in a video doing a general thing in the topic and um i have to be i have to have much more rigid boundaries in this format or on social media than i do kind of a one-on-one -on -one discussion and people seem to not understand that and so i want to talk about it because i've i've been talking to uh, you know, a lot of people I work with have profound trauma. And one thing that's really hard about healing from trauma is most people have to learn to be 300% more of an asshole to stop the constant beatings that leave people in that traumatized state. Um, the most common reasons uh, I, I have found for uh, really, really profound complex trauma are some sort of violence in childhood, yes, but sometimes it's, it's just shaming or ostracization or a false accusation. And what I find the, the significant thing is, is it's not the event per se. It, it's the loss of control, what happened after the inciting event. If people have support um, after the inciting event, they are less, far less likely to become traumatized than like long-term complex trauma than, than people who are ostracized or pushed around secondarily or have had some sort of loss of 
freedom or um, agency because people took a whole bunch of stuff away trying to protect them. And that's not just my anecdotal experience. That's backed up by, um, by literature as well. That the best thing you can do for somebody who is being picked on is to support them quietly, talk to them, hey, are you okay? Give them an outlet for unpacking that trauma and feel understood and validated. And that doesn't mean you have to agree with everything someone says. That's not what validation means. You Facts do not have to be validated. Feelings do need to be validated. You know, somebody can be 100% wrong on something, but the pain is real. And it just astounds me. The number of people, you know, because I deal with people who are struggling to overcome legitimately difficult stuff, I have no patience for people who want to start shit over nothing. And one of the things that you know, someone will get my bad side, two things that are guarantee my bad side. Um, picking on someone who I, I know is having some real struggles. I mean, needlessly picking on anybody I don't like. And... Uh, insults, uh, unnecessary insults, you know, attacking someone's age because they're commenting on or attacking an entire generation, like summarizing a generation. Uh, of, of course, it's not everybody. This, this, we've gone from boomers being the target to what Americans call zoomers. And that's a weird thing for me because Zoomers up here are retired people. But it means Gen Z in the U.S. So that's a weird one because you have this thing called Zoomer Magazine, which is uh, the Canadian Associated for Retired Persons magazine, Zoomer. Um, and so that means old people here. It means young adults in uh, in the U.S., fucking weird but either way someone's age is not relevant to a discussion somebody with that's just such zoomer or something to me talking about the Cas castlevania nocturne and i was like nope we are not gonna have a nice chat after that we're just not because you train people how to treat you. Now, this is not the same as blaming yourself for the things that happened in your past. Because when you are a child, you do not have the same awareness, life skills, or control over your circumstances that you do as an adult. Now, even some adults who are in abusive situations do not have complete control over their circumstances. But a lot of people just get trained into this mindset that 
for some odd reason, they have to be nice no matter what the other person does. And in my case, that was a bullet train to trauma town. Because if people know they can walk on you, they will walk on you. That is the world. Now, this is not some Andrew Tate nonsense. Because not all people will do this. And I find that if you're spending time allowing people to throw trash in your way, you're never going to attract people who will support you and will validate you and are good for you because they don't like the smell of the people throwing trash. And this can be very hard at first. It's a question of rewiring um, this idea that treat other people the way you want to be treated. I have so many people that I work with that have this stumbling block of, well, I wasn't given a chance when I was younger, so I want to give people as many chances as possible. And that's noble. However, not everyone deserves those chances. And when you have that thinking, you miss quite a few red flags that you know are red flags, but, you know, because people are struggling with trauma-related guilt, they go, well, it's a red flag, but I've done that, and so I have to accept that. And no, you don't. The whole purpose of a boundary is that you get to pick what you will and what you won't accept. And, you know, I say, and it's not therapy all the time. Other people don't have to like your boundaries, but they do have to respect them. And what that means is that a functional person who isn't, who is somebody who deserves a chance may not understand why you're sensitive to a certain terminology. But when you say, you know, nope, not going to be drawn in by name calling. I didn't call you a name. But this one guy, again, so bent about Castlevania Nocturne that he, he denied that, you know, a Zoomer attitude is a, is a shot at, is an age-based attack. It just is. Whether he's talking about seniors or he's talking about um, Gen Z. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care what he meant by it. You don't stigmatize an entire age group. That's just nonsense. And it's not true. The Gen Zers I know are some of the most level-headed people. They're actually coming out of what he would say, oh, forced diversity, all that stuff. And... The Gen Zers I know are very level-headed. They just want to be left alone. They don't get super involved in that stuff. It's just slandering an entire age group for for no real good reason. It was besides the point. And he just kept digging because either he was super bothered, he thought it was bothering me, so he decided to be cruel, or both. But... 
he said, if you thought I was talking about your age, you should be flattered, which is also taking a crack at my age. But again, I talk all the time lately about how I am a woman over 40. Restart the clock. If I can get two days without somebody taking a crack at my age in person or online, that's a good week. It is constant. And I'm sure it's not just me because I, I know a lot of people that I work with have issues the other way that people pick on them or, or make comments about being too young. It's just, this is so dumb. The, the age you are is not a moral thing. It doesn't make you more right or more wrong, except perhaps a 20-year-old doesn't know what it's like to be 40. It's just, the whole thing is just bizarre. And this is an example when, when someone starts off that way and then escalates when you go, nah, you don't get to have a nice chat when you start with an insult. Well, they're showing you who they are. And to me, it's worth being a bit of a prick off the top, being a bit of an asshole, so that you give that person a chance to back off. Now, I don't bloody care about Twitter. Twitter's a cesspool, so I don't give a shit if people are happy or not happy on Twitter. Twitter is just, for me, or X, is just a study of the absolute worst of humanity mixed with cute animal accounts and some very interesting historical accounts. That's the weird thing about Twitter. You can, if you follow the right accounts, you can get some really great stuff. But there's a lot of crap to, to slide through. And... Other people, I mean, I I do think there's something there's something broken in someone who who is normalized insults in their vocabulary. That's a sign that they've been so abused they don't know why it's wrong. But unless they are a friend of mine or a client. That is not my fucking problem, and I don't have to take it. And <laughs> this has really come home. I, I'm I'm learning how much I've changed as a person playing Baldur's Gate 3. Because previously, you know, in previous Baldur's Gates, like, we're going to be hero, be hero all the time. And, I mean, I think part of it is that you get to play as a tiefling. So I did. But they're all, oh, these horned people or everything like that. Like, proper fantasy racism. Appreciate that. But I'm like, no, you just insulted me to my face. I am not helping you. Screw you. And that is a valid response to this game. I love it. Uh, but it... <sighs> people, for whatever reason, treat... Everyone out there 
as someone they can test. And that's the thing that I believe. Now, not everybody can do this, but you can do it with your own style. You don't have to accept an insult. You don't. If somebody starts with an insult, and frankly, I don't care if it's directed at me or it's directed at another group. If it's a cheap shot right off the bat for no good reason, that is someone showing me who they are. Next, I don't have time for that. Don't have time. And that's because part of the reason I ended up with a messed up brain with PTS is because I let in too many people who I gave too many chances to and they got close enough to massively screw me over. And what they teach you in trauma therapy is the concept of controlling what you can control. And you can control how close you let the assholes get to you. And the only way to control that is to be an asshole yourself. And at first it feels not great. You feel like you're being mean. Uh, but you're not. You're responding to cruelty by not taking it. And you don't have to go, listen, asshole. You don't, you know, you don't have to be quite me. I've been sassier than usual because I've started watching Gen V. <laughs> Those shows have an effect on me. But you don't have to go, nope. You don't have to push back. All you have to do is block them. And it's okay to block. It's completely okay to block. And if somebody complains, all the better that you block them. Because some people are accountable and some people aren't. And you can't force someone to be accountable. You can choose only to deal with accountable people in your personal time. At work, you're stuck dealing with some, some assholes. Um, in better functioning workplaces, those assholes don't last. But it was, no joke, the absolute hardest thing I had to change about myself, becoming a bigger asshole. And it, it was incredibly hard at first because all those punishments that kept me weak, all that you're selfish, you're spoiled, you're ungrateful, you're bitchy, you're bossy, you're difficult, you know, you're not a team player. Those really hurt. You're annoying. Nobody wants to work with you. This, that, the next thing. They hurt. They hurt. Because people say you have a choice. But if it's between being something of a prick or your brain not working on you, not working and working against you actively, it's better to be a prick. It is. That is a tough, tough thing to get your head around. And it's why, you know, so many good people are walking around 
with these emotional injuries. It's, it's not weakness and trauma is not a mental illness. Trauma is an emotional injury. It's a, it's a mental psychological injury. It works the same way as, you know, physical pain in terms of something is telling you that something needs to stop. You are abusing your mind the same way pain tells you you're abusing your body. Unfortunately, we live in a pro-abuse culture. We live in a culture that encourages abuse of others and abuse of ourselves. And that is why you gotta be an asshole sometimes. So when not to be an asshole, when dealing with retail or restaurant staff, oh God, those people make such little money. If they make a mistake, if they don't get to you right away, being a jerk doesn't make them move any faster. The, those folks are perpetually at their limit. They're shitty jobs. Don't hurl abuse at them. Don't hurl abuse, period. But be, be as kind and forgiving with restaurant and retail staff as you possibly can be. The other one you got to be really careful with is nurses. A lot of people abuse nurses, but nurses keep a record. Nurses know who's a jerk. Don't be an asshole to nurses. Teachers. Teachers take a lot of crap, including by governments now. You may disagree with what a teacher's done, but nothing is served by getting into a big blow up with the teacher because either you're their student and they have power over you or, you know, they're your kids or another, you know, another someone close to you's teacher and they have power over them. They are going to be grading you step lightly now and obviously you know try not to mouth off to cops e even when you're you're if you're doing some sort of civil action i know people love to go out there and and you know to quote red and stimpy yell the loud funny words but honestly your protest your action is going to be more productive if you do it with a smile and you kind of kill them with kindness. So when, when should you be more of an asshole? Well, when someone started with you. If you want to choose to give someone a little bit of grace, because you feel like it, that's a valid choice. But if you don't want to, that's okay. If you're just done and this person's in your face, try not to name call because that, that'll possibly weaken your position, especially if it's in public. But 
feel free to go, nope, we're not doing this. Something that goes through my head a lot when somebody's just being an absolute jerk. I say, not today, Satan. And it's interesting because I'm finding more and more that if I say nothing to someone or just go, no, we're not going to have a nice chat now. We're not because you started with an insult and I'm not rewarding that. And if I do that long enough or I just ignore them, somebody else tends to jump in and tell the person, hey, like, look, there's no need for this. And sometimes it's frustrating that they listened to them and they fought me. But then I realized it's probably got nothing to do with the individuals involved. It has everything to do with now there's multiple people telling them they fucked up. Bullies tend to be cowards. And so they just, you know, the mob turned on them, even though it's three people. But I find people like that, the minute it's more than one, they start to shrivel up. Because people who need to lead with insults are not strong in themselves. You know, I'm very surgical about my critiques of things. It gets frequently misunderstood. Um, Part of my, I mean, part of the various kinds of work I do is I'm not, I'm not content with good enough. I want to, I'm not looking for perfect. Perfect's a lie. But I do want excellence. I want the absolute best results for someone that I'm working with in any capacity that I can muster. And so sometimes that means telling someone it's not good. And one of the things I find other people do, this was always an issue when I worked in television. The hairstylist would do somebody's hair They go, okay, and then they go in the next room and they'd immediately start messing with it. Same with makeup. That is actually wrong. Because one, the hairstylist has to know what's in your hair when they do touch-ups because there are some sprays that actually burn if they use a heat iron or will counteract with another product. So they need to know what's in your hair. Also, they are professionals. They can tell if you change their work. And especially with television, they are doing things for very extreme lighting. It's not going to necessarily look right to you, but if you go and mess with it, it'll look worse on camera. And so I'd always, whenever I kept caught talent mucking with their own face, I'm like, go back in there and tell them what you don't like. Work with them. Don't do this passive-aggressive horseshit. But people do this all the time. They act nice to someone's face, and then they trash them behind their back. And that is not being nice. That is being manipulative. And if someone is being manipulative in my world, that, that is a casus belly to be an asshole. Now, why do I describe it as being an asshole? It's not really being an asshole. It's when you are saying 
you shall not pass, you know. And the person's probably going to accuse you of being an asshole. And my attitude is it's better to just, you know, go, yep, I'm an asshole. I'm still not doing this. Then be pushed around by, oh, I don't want people to think I'm an asshole. Certain people are so vindictive and malicious, they're either going to think you're an asshole or they're going to think you're weak. Pick one. And the thing is, if they think you're an asshole, they're not going to push as hard. And this is just my way of telling myself it's okay to have people upset with you. Just because somebody's upset with you doesn't mean they're right. And there is a big difference between somebody who's legitimately upset and someone who's performatively upset. And when someone's performatively upset, it's just like, whatever. I've been called every name in the book. I've been accused of every type of bigotry in the book. I know what my intents are. And despite what you may have heard, intents do matter. Because you deal with somebody differently who seems to have good intents, who is just awkward, than somebody who just seems to be coming from a place of ego. And ego is something I have decreasing patience for. Someone who seems to need to be an expert. I'm not impressed by, you know, internet expertise anymore because it's usually just a walking case of Dunning-Kruger. And there's a big difference between someone who is just doing their jobs and you come and grief them and someone who takes a shot at you to test you and got gets more than they bargained for, at least with me. In the case of this idiot, I shouldn't call him an idiot, angry person earlier, uh, he got so flustered insisting that I was upset about the cracks at my age that he slipped up and confused Daredevil and Deadpool and insisted that Deadpool existed before the DCU or MCU, which was hilarious. Uh, but that shows which one of us actually had our proverbial dick in it? I just thought it was funny. Because it's also, I mean, you know, Deadpool always makes things funnier. But that's the thing. If you put up enough resistance to these people, they will flame out. And it is totally fine. Don't asshole first. Don't be the first asshole. But if somebody gets up in your face, feel free to out-asshole them as long as you can stand by what you say. That's the thing. If you stoop to their level and start name-calling back, you lose the right to complain about name-calling. You have to be consistent. There's no rules of conduct other than terms of service. Just don't complain about things you're doing to other people. Because... Everybody deserves the same treatment. And part of the reason it's fun to push back on some of these really, really overly outraged types 
is they tend to be dish it out but can't take it types. And the things I get upset about, you guys know I love my video games. You know I love my nerd shows. But I know at the end of the day, they mean mean something to me. They're great common metaphors, but they're not hurting anybody. So somebody can like something, someone cannot like something. It's not worth attacking people over. But if somebody decides to go on the attack, they uh, then it's like, all right, this is somebody I can have some fun with seeing how hypocritical they are. And some of you may know I on Twitter slash X, I call them chew toys. You know, oh, you want to come at me? Okay, let's see how when I go crunch, how loud you squeak. They tend to squeak very, very loudly. But this may be horrifying to some people. That's fine. You don't have to do it. I'm not saying anybody has to. But if you feel like you are being pushed around by the people in your life, by your so-called friends, by your family. Don't be afraid to be a bit of an asshole. And again, call it being an asshole because when they start trying to gaslight you for setting a boundary, okay, they call you selfish, so what? They call you ungrateful, so what? They call you difficult, so what? So what? You're allowed to set boundaries. Be asshole. <laughs> Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron. Patreon.com slash Leanna K. Or buy a one-time Leanna Care session for someone who can use it but can't afford it. Coffee.com slash Leanna K. Or sign up if you want to sign up for a Leanna Care section. Link in the description box below this video. And then go fund me for our various and sundry groups that started off as men's groups. But now I have no idea the scope of this project. Go fund me. Uh, thanks for watching and be well.